Welcome to the AWS Rethink Podcast, here to help you rethink your strategy in the cloud. I'm your host, Nolan Chen. And I'm your host, Malini Chatterjee. The global economy has gone through some ups and downs the past few years. With that, optimizing costs is top of mind for just about every company. Today, we talk to two AWS solutions architects, Michael Tuzinski and Krati Singh. We discuss how companies can right-size their resources in the cloud to optimize costs. Yes, welcome to both of you, Mike and Krati. Thank you. Great to be here. Welcome. Let's get started. Customers in the cloud can scale when they need and pay as they go. Krati, my first question goes to you. Can you first explain what do you mean by right-sizing and how can that help? Yes, of course. So that is absolutely true. In the cloud, infrastructure is available on demand. Uh, so unlike months of wait time in traditional data centers and long-term leases, you have access to resources in minutes. Right, and you can pay for capacity that you actually use. Uh, however, we still see patterns where uh, customers provision resources uh, beyond what their workloads need, and it can be for various reasons, uh, be it lack of knowledge or for a very uh, critical workload or for a pure lift and shift uh, type of migrations. So over time, customers can uh, fine tune uh, right size and uh, realize better performance as well as cost savings. Uh, well, this is not a one day task, uh, rather it's a constant learn and refine cycle. Okay. Well, you say it's not a, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not a one day task. Looks like there's multiple things you have to do. So with all the knobs and dials that might be out there, how, how can customers get started? Um, what can they do to understand the nature of their workloads and find opportunities to right-size? Great question, Nolan. Um, you know, cloud administrators often look at metrics like memory, CPU, disk, and network usage to gauge what is being consumed. Some other important things to look out for would be workload behavior, such as like periodic spikes or when, or when there's a more consistent usage pattern, or even the type of envir environment, whether it's a development or test environment, which does not have the same you know, high availability needs of a production environment. Understanding the understanding's workload characteristics can also help in re-architecting for better performance. For example, workloads which are more read-heavy and have high latency requirements, one can re-architect to use, say, a caching layer for frequently fetched data instead of querying the database at which, on every request, which is a very expensive operation in terms of latency. Thanks, Mike. Now that you have explained what are those different measures to get started, are there any tools that customers can use to visualize these metrics? Yes, Malni. Uh, CloudWatch is our monitoring and observability service uh, that can help customers uh, visualize their uh, these metrics. Uh, most of our services send out metrics to CloudWatch uh, either out of the box or through a, a CloudWatch uh, agent. Uh, customers can also augment it with third-party monitoring tools of their choice. Thanks, Krati. Uh, I want to talk more about 
compute because uh, <clears throat> I think the biggest spend for a lot of our customers is still uh, EC2. So how, how would you give, offer tips on how to right size compute? Yeah, great question, question Nolan. Uh, you know, in my experience, right sizing a workload really requires understanding what the workload is. Is it is it a, a high CPU? Is it a memory intensive application? Uh, is it something that's very that requires a lot of network uh, higher network latency? Um, from a cost optimization perspective, many customers I've worked with understand that you did not need to provision for peak usage when planning your architecture. Rather, many customers take advantage of auto scaling, which can help maintain availability and performance during scale out when traffic spikes. What I've seen as a good rule of thumb is if you if you see less than 40 percent usage across CPU memory and network, those instances are probably good candidates to right size to a smaller instance. Uh, we recommend as a best practice to implement a regular review process of these instances. You can streamline this even further in the, in the case of, of, of pattern of changing patterns within your application. You can also look for underutilized resources or dev or dev, dev servers and clusters that can be shut down to save on cost. Every application has its own particular characteristics and it's important to review and understand those workloads and work with your team to architect the right fit. Thanks, Michael. Um, I think I heard you mention about customers can take advantage of auto scaling. Could you explain a little bit more about what auto scaling is or how it works? When when you're looking at auto scaling, uh, you see you set certain thresholds for when uh, you want to spin up more instances. So it could be when uh, C, when CPU exceeds sixty percent, spin up another instance with the same application and create load balancing between those two servers. You could do it on many different uh, uh, characteristics. You could say when memory on a, on a particular instance exceeds a certain threshold, automatically spin up and, and load balance between uh, another instance. And you can, and you can uh, set rules to scale out to a maximum or scale in when, when, you're, uh, when, 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 when your network traffic uh, comes down. Thanks, Mike for sharing a little bit about the rule of thumb and also about auto-scaling tips. Now, how about storage? Krati, my question next to you is, how can customers look about optimizing their storage costs? So when it comes to uh, storage monolithy, we offer multiple storage uh, options to suit the needs of a variety of workloads and applications that our users are running. Uh, be it file servers, block volumes, object stores. So first thing is that you would need to choose the right storage for your application needs. And then you would want to monitor their using met usage metrics over time uh, using tools like CloudWatch. So for example, for a block store volume, you might want to review over time how much IO your resources consume. Uh, where possible, you also want to look for tiering options. Uh, what that means is if your data gets cold, you might want to move to a low cost uh, tier uh, to visualize some savings there. With the periodic reviews, you also want to look for uh, options of migrating to say a newer generation of a volume, uh, which can give you better price performance. You can use AWS Compute Optimizer uh, as well. That's a tool that we offer uh, 
uh, to all our customers you can simply go in uh, enable it with a few clicks and then you can it starts looking at your uh, metrics that had been vented out to cloudwatch and just looking at that usage it gives you a certain you know optimization recommendations out of the box in fact you can use that tool for some of the services on compute size uh, compute side as well like for example ec2 lambda uh, ecsm fargate and such uh, another thing that i would highly recommend our customers uh, to do is to set up budget alerts uh, what that can do is if your uh, spend is overrunning, if you are uh, going over budget, it can alert you and you can quickly take uh, corrective actions. Thanks, Karati. So, so far, so far, we've talked about compute and storage. Now I want to talk about databases. Are there certain metrics that customers could zero down on when it comes to optimizing their database costs? Well, yes. Uh, with databases, you can provision compute and storage separately. Uh, you, using tools like uh, R RDS, you can monitor CPU, memory, and network bandwidth over a period of time to look for peaks and, and, and any anomalies. And you can use this data to scale instances up or down. Uh, for storage, you can choose to scale storage separately or move to a provisioned IOPS volume if you require consistent and, perf and performant latency. You can also look at some of our serverless options included with Amazon Aurora. Thanks, Mike. So in a nutshell, we have seen some of the recommendations about storage, compute, databases. Are there any tools that the, can help customers do all of this heavy lifting out of the box? Uh, so, Mali, I just mentioned uh, Compute Optimizer. That's a very handy tool when it comes to uh, right-sizing and optimizing. Uh, we also have another dashboard uh, called Cost Explorer. Uh, within Cost Explorer, we uh, show right-sizing recommendations for your uh, instances. Uh, and it's a very handy tool. So it gives you visualization of your entire uh, cloud spend. You can use it to slice and dice it uh, for a specific service, for a specific time frame. It can really help you get a handle of what your uh, usage patterns are, what your you know, spend is. Uh, with this dashboard, we also provide recommendations for uh, savings plan and RI, uh, reserved instances. So with savings plans and reserved instances, basically you are making a commitment. Uh, for one year or up to three year, and you can get up to 72% cost saving over your on-demand prices. Uh, another dashboard I would like to mention is AWS uh, Trusted Advisor. So AWS Trusted Advisor is a dashboard which also provides you uh, uh, recommendations, best practice recommendations, some uh, you know covering different pillars like security, performance, cost optimization, uh, the basic checks in this dashboard, they're available to all customers for free, uh, but there are some more enhanced uh, checks that are available for uh, business and enterprise support customers. So this dashboard can also give you some visual on underutilized uh, resources. So that is also something you can take advantage of. Uh, another thing I would mention is that uh, we also have uh, multiple partner uh, tools. So you can explore AWS Marketplace as well. You can look for these tools and you can look for the best fit based off your uh, needs and leverage those as well. Thanks, Karati. So, so far we've already covered uh, a number of tools and techniques for 
right sizing. So for our final question today, uh, I want to ask if you could just share maybe two or three top best practices or takeaways our customers can take for right-sizing their workloads in the cloud. Sure, Milan. Um, I would say three, three words to remember. Monitor, automate, adjust. Regularly monitor your resource utilization. Uh, make sure you're continuously monitoring the performance of your cloud resources to identify poten potential over-provisioning or under-utilization issues. Uh, to employ automation and scaling policies. Implement auto-scaling policies to dynamically adjust resources based on workload demands, ensuring optimal resource allocation at all times. And then finally, review and adjust accordingly. Cloud workloads evolve over time. So it's essential to review and adjust your right-sizing strategies periodically to accommodate the changing demands and business needs. Thanks, Michael. And with that, that's all the time we have today. I'd like to thank both of you, Mike and Krati. I think you've both helped our customers rethink their cost optimization strategy in the cloud. And we would also like to thank our customers for joining us today. Please send us your feedback by emailing us at rethinkpodcast at amazon.com. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>